Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the segment on spiders. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and spiders out of your house, Heidi Hansen. Spiders out of your home, your car, your vacation home. Yeah, you know, it would be great if a person could go to a place and know that you're spiderless. Mm, that would be nice. I, I think we kind of decided that that location may not be Bora Bora. We don't know. <laughs> now I'm going to have to go home first thing and research that. It's on my list. <laughs> her mansion was in Bora Bora, and then I ruined it for her. But hey, if there are less bugs in those huts, then there's less spiders, right? Because you always say the little bugs attract the spiders. That is true. We did a uh, vacation to Costa Rica, and the bugs were plentiful, and of course the spiders are going to follow them. I don't even want to know what sort of necrotic spiders are in Costa Rica. Yeah. So this time around, I want to talk about the funnel web spider. It is the funnel web and the black widow that are the two most nasty spiders to people. By nasty, I mean, you know, we should hit the word necrotic and necrosis. Necrosis is what happens when a necrotic spider bites you and it basically turns your skin into rotting flesh that and does it seem like the funnel web spiders are more prevalent now than they used to be? Because I don't ever remember hearing about those or seeing those when I was growing up. And now they seem to be more common, far more than the black widows almost. Well, I know that I personally am a lot more aware of especially the funnel web. I mean, when I was a kid, everybody was afraid of the black widow. Yeah. It's like, watch out for the black widow spiders. Yeah. But the funnel web, I don't think people really paid attention to those. And uh, that one is as nasty as the black widow. Now, the funnel web and the black widow, they're both nationwide. I mean, there's just nowhere you can go in the United States that doesn't have both of those. Mm. And, you know, so that means maybe you go to Bora Bora, but I don't know if, if, we're, <laughs> if we're okay there. I don't know either. if I can stay there forever. <laughs> <laughs> the funnel web is a lot more athletic, meaning it's faster, it can jump, it can move more quickly than most other spiders, including the hobo spider. Now, the reason I bring up the funnel web and the hobo they look to me a lot alike. It's hard for me to distinguish the difference. Yeah, now that's what I was going to ask you, because there is some confusion about that. Yeah. And, the funnel um, web is, is also called the aggressive house spider, correct? Yes. If you read the research on that, that is a regrettable name. Because it's uh, I think the, the scientific reason, name. That's what's what I'm looking for. Well, is it possibly that they call it that because it, it does tend to kill the other spiders? Because that's what um, I've heard, too, that it tends to take over the house. Which it, It's got a scientific name that includes the root word of aggressiveness. I see. You know, I guess by comparison to some other spiders, it might be more aggressive, especially in like August, September. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is that, you know, normally this funnel web spider is just happy living in your basement or wherever he's living. But August, September, he's thinking, okay, I need to go find a mate. And it's mating you know, season. You know how ornery men get. <laughs> <laughs> so Men pursuing their mates. That's right. So anything that's in the way is going to get bit. 
And if you got a human being that's in the way, he's going to get bit, and it's going to be with some attitude. Well, and aren't they kind of trying to get inside for the winter, too? Isn't that kind of the spring and the fall are always times when they are recognizing a weather change and wanting yeah, to... That would be true. I think of the funnel webs that I've seen, and I'll usually find those in a lower left or lower right-hand corner of my basement window. Yeah, and they they also love being outside. I mean, if you don't spray outside, I've noticed them along the fence line a lot. And as the home inspector, quite often if I am waiting around in ivy that is on the ground or even ground cover Mm -hmm. near a house, you know, uh, I have that go through my mind that I'm waiting through the funnel web spider. I've even seen them on shrubbery, like next to someone's door where they have the the shrubs planted and the shrubs haven't been trimmed for a while. And they make these little funnel webs all throughout the bush. You, yeah. They're there all So over. the nice thing about the funnel web is you can actually uh, clearly identify them because that web looks just like that. Yes. And so getting that, rid of their webs actually helps get rid of them. Yes. Eliminate food and shelter. You've accomplished a small task today. Yes. So this funnel web, he's, he is more athletic. He can move a lot more quickly. Another way to identify is funnel webs are poor climbers. But they can climb. Don't, I mean, don't assume they can't, but true. They usually are on the ground floor, the basement, more likely the basement than the upstairs. Right. But they so, can climb because I've had one upstairs before. If you see one, it's on the second story, maybe it's on the wall. Chances are much better that it is a hobo spider as opposed to a funnel web. Or it got carried up from the laundry that you left downstairs on the couch. And, Entirely possible. Yeah. So you grabbed that pile of laundry and exactly. there was a funnel web That's in happened. there. And that has you're, happened. You're lucky you've got your hands right. still. I can't imagine how many women we're ruining right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have spiders in our house all the time. It's just how many we have. Now, if you do see, for example, a funnel web spider and it is upstairs, maybe it's on the second story wherever, you know, if you see that sort of thing, you have reason to believe that your home is badly infested because they usually stay down below. Again, they're looking for wet areas. They're looking for food and shelter. Uh, Shelter for them is just some corner where they're less likely to be killed by you. And food, obviously, those lower corners of the window also provides... You know, if you got a pathway for bugs to come in, then they're just wandering right in onto the dinner plate. Well, what what do you think the best way to get rid of them is? Best way to get rid of them. First off is you eliminate the reason why they're there. I have that same language and it applies to mice, it applies to spiders, it applies to mold, wasps, etc. Pretty much any pest. My first answer is is to eliminate the reason why they're there. In my particular case, I had a basement. It was the outer corner. We had the rain gutter. It was not hooked up to a drainage tube Mm. at the time. And that water was draining down next to the foundation getting near a window well and it was actually it was coming in partly from the window well but it was mostly just coming in from underneath the foundation back up there was that much water and so that water caused a little bit of mold and mildew issues which caused little bugs which caused bigger bugs which caused the spider the spiders love those little bugs so if we can eliminate the water source in many cases, we can eliminate the spider. Mm. Take away the dinner plate, and the spiders either die off or go somewhere else. So, and what what else, though? Just because if someone already has the spiders and they want to get rid of them quickly, I'm not saying don't work on the source of the problem, but yeah, so let's you say, also might want to treat the symptom in the yeah, meantime. Let's, let's say your mansion on this, this time around is the world's most massive teepee. 
<laughs> okay, that's good. It's uh, let's go let, for let's, it. Let's make it about six thousand square feet. Wow, and it has that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. So, and in each of the corners of this teepee, you've noticed that you have funnel web spiders. The good thing about teepees is they don't have any corners, Garth. You forgot. Oh, but we've, <laughs> we've, we've caused all, cubicles all to be edge. inside this teepee. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we've given you a master bedroom in there. We've got a, a couple right of family Right in the middle. Rooms. With the hot tub in the middle. Yeah, you know? you've got it's the like hot tub. All, it all centers around that hot and, tub in the middle of the teepee. And underneath that hot tub, you've got you know a couple hundred <laughs> spiders that have found corners. <laughs> right. So you can do the bug bomb thing. In a teepee, that would be really difficult. <laughs> You'd have to block off the top, right? <laughs> yeah, so you're going to block off the top. You're going to block off the escapes. And this applies in any home, of course, too. You know, it's fun to use a ridiculous example, but it applies anywhere else. In that teepee, if you've got 30 different rooms, depending on how it's laid out, you might want to bomb, I don't know, 10 or 15 different locations. Yeah, it's a perfect, if you're going on vacation, this is what I did one year when I was having a bit of a bug problem, uh-huh. and uh, we were leaving on vacation, and so right before I left, I put in one of those exploding smoke things that mm-hmm. lasts for 48 hours. You're not supposed to be around it or breathe it for 48 hours, but hey, we were going to be gone for a week, so it was perfect timing. Yeah, that does work. I did one of those myself in my basement. Then I discovered later that we just had hundreds, if not a thousand, little red spiders that I'd finished off that Yeah, day. you find them afterward, don't you? Yes, you do. So, again, the bite can be life-threatening. The bite from a funnel web, nasty. And usually, you know, unless they're looking for a mate, you know, obviously their poison, their venom, is meant for eating. And you're not food. An adult is going to be a little bit more careful about how much he's going to inject in you unless he thinks you're about, you know, you're threatening his life. Mm. But babies, on the other hand, they're going to give you the whole load. So the babies can actually be... They're sometimes more... I've heard the smaller spiders are actually more lethal than the bigger ones just because... Yeah. That must be why they're younger, potent, and not having that discretion of holding back on their venom. Even baby spiders. (laughs) They're not conserving any venom. They're just like, wow, hey, I get to use my venom. (laughs) (laughs) Let's bite this. So that is another item to be aware of is just because it's smaller doesn't mean it's less of a problem. Might be might be more so. That's interesting. And this whole necrotic thought of this skin actually after you get bit, it starts to rot. But there are times when it is not that it doesn't get that severe. Part of it has to do with getting early treatment. And the thing about the aggressive house spiders that's tricky is that is not as painful. I've heard it can just be almost like a tickle at first, and then you get kind of like this little bullseye with a ring of red or bluish, whatever. And then, and then it gets, ugly. and then it starts to hurt like heck. Yeah, and what I've read and understood is that it can. You can go half an hour, and you just thought it was a pinprick. Yeah, nothing. Oh, it just even a little itch. And then a couple of days later, you're writhing on the bed, and you're wondering if you're going to keep your arm mm-hmm. and or your life. So as soon as you start to think there there might be a problem, that's a time to get treatment. And if you're not even sure, if you even have just a weird little itchy uncomfortable feeling, it's a good idea to go get that soap and water, cleanse it, even pour some peroxide on it. The more you can get rid of their germs and their saliva and any toxins that are still on the surface of the skin, the better off you are. 
Right. And what we're not going to want to do is go cutting it or sucking it out. You don't do that with rattlesnakes either, even though everybody thinks that you do. Yeah. And again, we're not a doctor, so we're not really trying to give you complete medical advice here, but just make you aware of what you need to check out. Help people take care of their families. Go call a physician. And the prevention category, you know, the note I have is don't go wandering. And what basically what that means, again, as the home inspector, sometimes I'm expected to, maybe you've got this old barn in the backyard. Mm -hmm. And around the barn, you might have weeds and brush and trash that is maybe four, five, six feet high. And then you'll have some wood piles, and you can just imagine that is the domain of your black widows, your aggressive house spiders. So you've got on shorts and crew socks, and you think, (laughs) eh, they're probably down below the crew socks. I don't need to worry about the calves, right? So you see those sorts (laughs) of areas. Yeah, don't try and pretend that you're that macho, because the spider is going to win. If you invade his space, he's going to make you suffer at least as much as you make him suffer. There have been a number of homes where I have to kind of push my way between bushes so that I can get to maybe an electrical main Mm -hmm. or a hose bib or see if the window well maybe needs to be cleaned out or if you got those sorts of issues. And as you're doing that, just be aware that as you're pushing through that, you might be pushing through some spider's domain. Yes. And they don't appreciate that. Right. They protect their homesteads. Then you have things like bed sheets. I know that my grandson, when he was a brand new baby, he got bit by a spider. Really? We had him in my house for a while. They were down in the basement and the skirt around the crib touched the soil. Oh, so the, the, or the floor, you mean, probably, rather than oh, the, yeah, soil. the soil. Oh, soil. No, Where did that I mean, come from? I know Garth doesn't have dirt floors, otherwise. I mean, <laughs> wait, if he lived back in the 1800s, he may have. But, you know. Yeah, I'm not quite that old, but I'm close. <laughs> so, yeah, but his crib touched the carpet. And so that the spider was able to move from the carpet up to, you know, up the skirt and then go bite my grandson. So, any draping bedding of any sort can enable the spiders to have better footing if they want to crawl. So. Yeah, and that's going to apply to a crib. It's also going to apply to a any bed. Yes. Of course, all the women like to have bed skirts, but right. they may tear it off once they realize it's a ladder for, <laughs> for spiders to get up there. You know, one thing I really like, we haven't talked too much about this, but in the inside, the spiders tend to really like the baseboarding. They tend to run around just kind of like the mice do. I love those glue traps. They really do help. That might be treating the symptom, but I think it also helps prevent them from traveling too much. You just put these all around the, the baseboard and we've caught a few spiders well, like and that. Well, for me, the nice thing about doing that is if you have those down and that glue trap starts to fill up, you know you got a spider problem. Yeah, exactly. And if you don't see very many, you know, it kind of gives you an indication as to what level of spider problem you have. For me, they're not so much a solution as they are an indicator. Right. Again, I have But to it's admit, always I, comforting to see that there has been one eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to a friend of mine back when I was 20 and I was in El Salvador and there was two things he was afraid of. One was girls. The other one was spiders. He's arachnophobic, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and girlophobic. And girlophobic. And he went and actually bought some DDT. You could get it down there at the time. <laughs> and he spread that around this little space that we were in. And there was this massive, like, six-inch diameter tarantula that he killed. And Are he was sure that was, that was hunting him. And he was excited that he got it first. You know, we'll talk about tarantulas. They are not in the category of these funnel webs and black widows or even in the category of the recluse. 
But he was pretty excited that he, he'd managed to kill that spider anyway. Quite friendly to humans for yeah, some strange we'll reason. We'll cover that. We'll uh, go to, we'll, that we'll, one we'll, in we'll hit that segment. later. Yeah. So, yeah, I just have you be aware. I guess to me, the big thing that I would pass on is that awareness is the best thing that you can do. If you're in a crawl space or a basement, if you're bringing wood in, if you're moving boxes that have been sitting there for the last 20 years, be aware, protect yourself, don't do anything crazy. You know, imagine where the spider is going to be and take steps. Let's do the uh, master of your mansion thing again. Mm. Now, the funnel web as well as the black widow, they're both nationwide. I'm thinking that your mansion might need to be outside the 50 states. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take that, like let, I let, said. Let's go Hawaii, should we? All right, we'll, we'll go for Hawaii. Okay. Wait, which island is the best? Oh, you should know. Well, my wife does like Kauai. Is it Kauai? Yeah, that's that's ah. the Garden Island. It's beautiful. Ooh. Let's put you in Kauai. All right, I'll take it. And apparently, you're in a teepee. Uh, am I in a teepee? Are yeah. you sure? Yeah, I thought it's... I was in a high-rise glass condo or something. Yeah, uh, next think, to the I ocean. Think we already gave you a five thousand, <laughs> six thousand square foot teepee. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, we're still in the spiders. I guess and... I have to stay in the teepee. How about a teepee on the beach? There now that go. would be nice. Yeah, and nice, I... nice, nice. I I don't know if Hawaii has those kinds of spiders. Probably the tourists brought them in. So, yes, they do. I bet they have something. And Yeah, there's plenty of bugs for them to eat. Darn tourists. <laughs> Hawaii Beach in the 6,000 square foot teepee. Yeah, with that, lots that of... would be kind of awesome. That, that would kind of be a tourist attraction, wouldn't it? Yeah, I could even have like a little floral greenhouse in one corner of my teepee. You there know, you go. Fresh, gorgeous, tropical flowers. So, you, Heidi, are now master of your mansion. And you, the listener, also master of your mansion as relates to funnel web spiders, also black widows. Next segment, we're going to talk about your recluse, and uh, then we're going to get into the tarantulas and hobos and other stuff and what you need to know about those guys as well. More information on my website, homemedicusa.com. We've got all the products that you need to reduce or eliminate, or uh, maybe you want to have a spider farm. Who knows? (laughs) We have that sort of information there. And let's finish, should we? Ooh, yeah. Your turn, Heidi. All right. Do it your way. Be yourself. And hopefully that doesn't include being too much of a spider fetish person and everybody else is taken, right? That's right. I do know one of those spider fetish persons and I don't want to be that guy. Hi, this is Julian McKay with your natural solutions tip for the day. We're big fans of the home medic who kind of looks like Mr. Clean. (laughs) He sure does. He's kind of cute. But we don't want to clean with toxic, horrible chemicals that can put our family in danger. So Julie and I love using natural solutions for cleaning as well. We have multiple recipes for using essential oils. If you would like one of our many recipes for cleaning your home naturally, contact us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com. And no, Garth isn't Mr. Clean. 